Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. Hello. Uh, my name is Mark. You may have known that, previous listeners of the show. And for those of you who didn't, hello. I am also joined by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. Uh, Miles' thing is he always says hello too early. It's not that we are bad at syncing Zoom or anything like that. But I did it this time too. Uh, it's not that we're bad at syncing Zoom. It's that you're obnoxious. And apparently, Jackie was also obnoxious. Mark, stop harassing us. What are you... T- I- Mark is sexually harassing us right now with oh. his camera. I we're all on separate laptops now, and I've been tilting it down by accident. Which not by accident. You're you're going back and forth. That is on okay, purpose. Okay. Okay. My apologies. The back and forth is on purpose. It pointing at my crotch is not on purpose. <laughs> I'm sorry. Glad this is a bad way to start to the show. This now. Jackie should have just been silent. Uh, we uh, are, excuse me. No. We are an anime and harassment podcast uh, <laughs> that talks about JoJo's bizarre adventure most of the time. Uh, but we're all caught up oh, on JoJo's. I'm Jackie, by the way. You didn't introduce me this time, I think. I did. You did? I did. Oh. You were too busy looking at my crotch. Well, <laughs> it's distracting. Well, I'm sorry. That's not what I mean. Look, I'm just tilting the camera down. If you guys are looking, that's your fault. You know? No. Oh, okay. Uh, we're all caught up on JoJo's aside from the Rohan live actions, which we've covered the first two of, and we'll be doing another one of next week. What an awkward sentence. These days, we watch other animes that are uh, submitted to us via our Patreon, and this week we will be talking about the first three episodes of Madoka Magica, or what the fuck is it? Puella Magi Madoka Magica? Really weird name, and that's not what it's called in Japan, so whatever. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, which you can watch on Netflix. One of those rare, convenient animes. Mm-hmm. Not one of those ones where you gotta blow the dust off an old app. Barely works. Before we break down and intellectually analyze all of Puella Magi Madoka Magica or Maho Shoujo Madoka Magica, we need to connect with our listeners and stop in a little place called Listener's Labyrinth okay. or Correspondence Corner. Uh, Magical mailbag. Yeah. Okay. Puella Magi, mail me, monsieur. Madoka mailbag. I like that. Puella Magi, Madoka mailbag. Okay. Uh, so these are emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This first email is from Mickey, and the subject line is not that important. Okay, we won't read it. No, let's read it. Oh, Okay. Hello, JJBP crew. Today, I was thinking about JoJo's ship names, and I started thinking about y'all's ship names. I came up with a few, but I think y'all make some better ones. Uh, And there's just a list here of Jark, which is Jackie plus Mark. Mike. uh, Milk. Milk. Which is Miles and Mark. Jackals, which is Jackie plus Miles. And Mylary, which is Miles and Mary. I hope you hated them as much as my roommates did. Mickey, creator of unfunny, hard-to-say ship names. Thanks, so, Mickey. Marky for us would have been better than Jark. Easier. Marky? I don't like Marky. No? 
No, because people would call me that as a child, and I would be like, that's not my name. <laughs> my name is Mark. <laughs> I, I like the nerd voice you have for yourself. Yeah. Well, not my not name. My name. well, it was, you know, a few years after pretty much Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, but people would still call me Marky or Marky Mark or whatever. You're so old. Also, instead of Jackals, I think Giles would have been better for me and Miles. Giles, Corey. Giles is good. Yeah. I like Jackals. It reminds yeah. me of Jowls. I just think of the animal, the jackal. That's true. The jackal. Yeah. Uh, I like Jark. I like Jark and Jackals. All right, fine. We've also done Mackie, Jackie, you and I. Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. There's a toughness to it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, who wants to read the next email? Miles oh, starts also, with an address. Also, another you. another one from Miles and Mary could be males. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Males. Mar- I'm done. Uh, okay, this seems to be directed right at me. Um, the subject line is, Miles, are you also a fan of Key and Peele? And it's from Pamela. Oh, this is hey long. There. <laughs> it is long. Feel I'm free to skip stuff. It. Hey there, JJB Pod. How is it swinging with you beautiful people? I'm writing today to let you know that I've changed professions. Uh, I'm no longer a full-time student and part-time teacher's assistant. I'm now a full-time carpenter. Okay. Uh, congrats. I built an Ikea shelf this weekend all by myself and have never been so proud uh, I can now say with a 100% certainty, I am professional. So feel free to contact me for all your carpentry needs at 1-800-NO-FUTURE. Alternatively, you could contact me at disappointyourparents uh, at gmail.com. Uh, I'll be there in a jiffy. Also, I'm curious, when is the last time you built a shelf or anything like that? Now let's bring it back to anime. The only way I enjoy adaptations is if I don't know it's from an anime. This is why I enjoyed Alice in Borderlands. These are live action adaptations. Mm. Uh, The main character is played by the guy who played Josuke in the live adaptation. When I first watched the show, I had this feeling of hatred attached to that actor. And I couldn't figure out why until I Mm. Googled him. He did an excellent job in the show, though. It made me want to watch The Diamond is Unbreakable just to see him again. I don't know if you've heard of Alice in Borderland. It's about some people getting transported into another world where they play games to survive. It's one of the best shows I've seen this year. If you're looking for a thrill, give it a go. It relates to Jojo because there is a character who goes around licking everything. It's on Netflix. Question, in a world like this, do you think you could survive and why? I would probably die during the first game or I will be that major side character who dies for the main character's development. I just know I won't be the main character. Uh, you need a lot of trauma and pain to be a good main character, probably some dead parents too. So I would rather just die in peace and get it over with. What do you guys think? Stay warm and keep safe. Have a great night. P.S. Should we really abolish horny jail? When you think about it, isn't that where we would meet other horny people? Love you. Bye. Thank you. But you shouldn't be it. You can meet horny people outside of horny jail too. Yeah. You could go to like a horny social club. You go to, yeah, you go to a club, you go to a horny bathhouse <laughs> a horny bathhouse sounds disgusting a horny bar a horny bar that's just a bar <laughs> yeah that's true that's just a bar uh okay the questions when's the last time we built something um i built the ta- table right what the table? chairs 
I built the table and chairs. Yeah, I put together that printer thing. I built my desk, my um Oh yeah. my standing desk. It's a mechanical. I also helped. You helped because I needed someone strong to put the thing on. I don't know. There was some part of it that I was like I can't do this. <laughs> Screwing that shit in was impossible. Miles, how about you? I I can't remember. I'm not a handy person. Yeah. We we, we bought you, a house this year, so we ha- also had to buy furniture, and so we also had to put it together. Yeah, we've had to do a bunch of physical things. Because we don't want people coming to our house. To clarify, by not being a handy person, you don't mean you hate hand jobs, Miles. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Mark. What? Uh, you can't say hand jobs. It's too early in the podcast. <sighs> I said crotch like four times earlier. That's that's fine. Everyone has I'm, a crotch. Listen, I'm perfectly okay with hand jobs. So in that sense... I am a handy person. Oh. Okay. I don't think you should say handyman, though, in reference to that term. People won't understand. Oh, you, uh, you, okay. I'm, I changed my mind on horny jail. Both of you can go to that. Yay. <laughs> um, uh, Mark, what are we going to do together in horny jail? Just talk about books. <laughs> cool. Um, and then what was the other thing about w- would we survive in a gamey world? Well, let me tell you about Alice in Borderlands. So I have not, I've heard of it. I'm actually supposed to see it. Um, Talia and I were like, let's watch a show together. And they suggested Alice in Borderlands. So Talia, who writes into this podcast, we're going to watch, I'm going to watch this show eventually. I haven't gotten to it. And then we're going to talk about it. Mm. Not on a podcast, just like together as friends. Alice in Borderlands 2. Hmm. It seems like there is a character named Alice in Borderlands now that I think about it. Is there? I think. I think she goes invisible. Listeners, write in if you work for Gearbox Software. Uh, I would survive in the game world. I would do it. Wait, I don't understand. What what is this question? Would you survive in a world like that? Transported in another world where they play a game to survive. Uh, Is that like Gantz? I know. I immediately (laughs) thought of Gantz. We should do Gantz. Uh, Yeah, it's on our list. Um, we probably will do it. I want to do Gans and Monster, but uh, I want to see how Miles reacts to Monster. I have questions for Miles because mm. you and I have seen Monster. Miles would be like, "There's nothing wrong with that that kid." Okay. And that one kid has a soccer ball. Shut up. He likes that. Shut up. We have to no spoilers. Please nicely ask me. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you went the wrong direction. Uh, I'm sorry. Would you guys survive in a gamey world? I think I'd be good at it. I play a lot of video games. Unless you have to like run a lot. If you have to run in these games, fuck that. I die. I think it depends on the game. I'm, I'm lazy and I probably, probably not. If I had to be in a game, I'd be like an NPC and I would like sell you like the things you needed to go on your quest. And then I would just chill out. That sounds good. I like that. Miles, if you were an NPC. Oh, I w- oh, it'd be nice to own the inn to be, you know, when people come and they need to sleep and you say like, that'll be a hundred coins and they give you mm. coins and they sleep in the hotel. Let me ask you guys something though. Yeah. I'll start with Miles because he said he'd be an NPC. You know how sometimes NPCs only have a few lines of dialogue and they just mm-hmm. repeat? Mm-hmm. Miles, what would some of your dialogue lines be? I'd be like, how's it hanging? Mm-hmm. You look nice when you sleep. Okay. Um, Not weird. Can I grab anything on your body? <laughs> okay. I feel like after talking like the max times to you, you'd go, uh. I think you would do that every few blurbs. Jackie, are you Remember thinking? when you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go, go ahead, Miles. You, you go ahead, Miles. What is this? 
I was going to ask if you remember uh, from like StarCraft when you'd click on people enough and they would start t- saying weird stuff. Yeah, I remember the the nurse NPC was a lady and at some point she'd say, turn your head and cough, I think. Or she'd yeah, go, you want another like, physical? Or something mm-hmm. like that. Horny stuff. Yeah. They should go to horny space prison planet. Mm. That's right. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I would probably have some catchphrase. I don't know. What are What are things that I say? Hmm. I don't know. You'd probably say... Uh, I'd probably be like, what was I doing? <laughs> that's a good one for an NPC. Yeah. They always look lost. Yeah. I always say, hope your dreams come true. So I'd probably say that in the game too. Oh, I don't think you usually say that. No, I say it all the time. Okay. You say to me, you say, it's going to be fine. <laughs> in a microsecond, because I'm always worrying. <laughs> um, but the actual question, I would not survive in, in uh, anything that required any kind of physical activity. Maybe if it was a turn-based puzzle challenge game, but not anything that is real-time or physical. Mm. I can only use my slow brain. <laughs> ah. That's the only way I would win is with my slow little brain. <laughs> if it was like all these... With unlimited time. Little switches that you had to understand I, I think which like, switches to flip. I think given enough time, I can figure out what to do. If you were like on the mist island, you'd be like, okay. Sure. Mm. Yes, that's But everything good. would have to have some kind of time limit, you know? Like you have 10 days to figure out what lever does what. Okay, fine. You could do that. But wait, can you like reset if like you fuck up? Can you do that? I would like to re- I would like the ability no, to reset. No, no reset. You got to put it back Okay, yourself. then I'm probably dead. <laughs> okay. Just from laziness. Yeah. Okay. Also, I am a fan of Keen Peel. Thank you for asking. I like Keen Peel too. Oh. Do you like Keen Peel, Mark? Some of their sketches are really funny. I love that guy who laughs without smiling, without moving his face. I like the college bowl football names. Mm-hmm. I like the gay marriage one where when it's legal, that one guy's like, oh my God, we're going to get married. And the other guy's like, I, I didn't think this would happen. <laughs> we have a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, Jackie, you want to read the next one? Miles, which sketches do you like? Which sketches do I like? Um, oh shit, he's full of shit. He doesn't know a single sketch. <laughs> I like the one where the two guys are crossing paths with each other. And they seem like they're really ice grilling each other. And then they walk past and the guy's like, oh my God, I just got, I just almost got mugged. (laughs) I don't remember that. All right. It's a very short one. This next email is from Yuko from Japan. Uh, Subject is Jojo Otaku. Hello, Jojo Otakus. I really enjoy how you guys react to Japanese anime. My five and seven year old daughters started to watch Jojo. They are in love with Jotaro and Kakyoin. I hope they learn the Joestar's heart of gold. Yuko from Japan. Aw. How nice. A letter from Japan. That's I awesome. love that email. I also hope that they learn the Joestar's heart of gold. Yeah. And that they have pluck. Yes. Anyone remember that? The Oh my god, I do. Is that like a sword? It was a it's sword, a sword. Right? It was a sword that said luck on it. And then someone, one of the Tarkus or Bruford, I don't remember puts a p in blood and so it's the sword of pluck mm. 
a word we don't really use that often. That's early. That's an earlier season. Early JoJo's. I love part one in retrospect only because my brain cuts out everything that isn't Jonathan and Dio, which is mm. how that arc is good. All the other stuff in between, eh, mm-hmm. kind of silly. Maybe just too long. Thanks for writing in, Yuko. Yeah, thank you. I hope that your kids are comfortable with all of JoJo and they're not, you know, disturbed or upset by any of the darker chapters. It's funny. I guess it's funny, but it's gory sometimes. Mm, okay. Like that's, one of the early frames is like true. people getting impaled. Yeah, and there's like animals dying and stuff. That's not that's not good for kids. Oh, there's always animals dying. I know. There's a lot. <laughs> that happens in kids real life, learn. though. Yeah, that's, kids got to learn about animals dying. All right. Like most of us. Well, we won't see a dog die in the way they die in JoJo's. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. Okay. Unless you work at an animal hospital or something. Even then, I don't think you'll see like a serial killer bite a dog's face off. True. That kind of thing is pretty rare in an ideal society. <laughs> uh, this email is from Dave. And the subject line is positive energy. Ooh. Aloha, JJB pod gang. Nocturnal. Hey, what? It's he's from Hawaii. That's how they talk. Okay. Nocturnal, aka Dave here, just wanted to say your past two episodes have been some of the funniest ever. Taking a break in an episode to talk about buttholes <laughs> is top-notch horny content I look for in a podcast. I don't have an anime recommendation. I just want to wish you a great 2021 and hope you guys come back to Hawaii ASAP. Sincerely, Dave. P.S. Every time I invest in GameStop stocks, I wake up feeling so horny. I didn't know we had two uh, listeners from Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. Tight. We should do a tour. We should. <laughs> we, should we should bring Miles to Hawaii. And then all we say is it's not as rainy as it was when we went to Hawaii. Yeah. We go, this is nice weather. The sky is blue. Ooh, that's what we should do. We should use our Patreon to fund us going to, I don't know, wherever our listeners are. And then holding like. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, we'll go to Minnesota and we'll like have a little like meet and greet with like three people and we'll just be like at a restaurant or doing karaoke or something. Roughly half of our fans are from Minnesota, I believe. We should go. Yeah, we should go in this <laughs> this month where it's nice and warm in a place like Minnesota. No. You want to experience it. We can know? go to Mall of America and not get COVID. I'm sure we could find something nice to do. I, I'm not opposed to going to Minneapolis. Okay. The rest of Minnesota, I don't know. Minnesotans, <laughs> write in and tell me if there's anywhere Maybe besides could, Minneapolis. Are there farms in, in Minnesota? I don't know. I don't know. Is there's that far- where you want to go? I don't know if there's, like, maybe we can hang, like, hang out on a farm. Uh, it's, or are there mountains? I don't know what is in Minnesota at all. It's the middle of the country up north. Are there um, mountains? <sighs> Is there a lake? We there's, could, we the, could oh, swim. Oh, there's absolutely lakes. We could swim yeah. in lakes. It's the land of a thousand lakes, we right? Go, we can go and swim in lakes. I think it's the land of a thousand lakes. Yeah. Oh, let's go to all 1,000 lakes. Oh, uh, shit. I looked up the land of a thousand dances. Looks like we're going to have to go to Wilson Pickett's house. What? I don't know. That's who Wilson, sang it. How does that go, land of a thousand dances? I have no idea. It's like a famous one. I'm going to play it right now. Okay. Apparently. Like, nah, 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 nah. That one, right? Oh, I don't know. To me, that's Here Comes the Hot Stepper. Yeah. Do the mashed potato. I know that song because it's on the full Monty soundtrack. I got you. Here we go. Oh, wait. This is the wrong laptop. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. The Land of a Thousand Dances. 
Oh, I like this intro. One, two, three. Oh, I like the song. Mashed potato. Mashed potato. Before memes, just dances just had catchy names and you just had to learn how to do them. And you learn how to do them by hearing other people sing about them. Yes. So you're always late. Isn't that what like TikTok is all about? Yeah. But I'm saying before that. Oh, okay. Uh, Wilson Pickett was from Detroit. So we'll have to go to Detroit. Okay. At some point. All right. When COVID's over. I don't okay. think we have listeners in Detroit. No, but I, my Google search means that we just have to. We should. We should. Okay. I don't know. I'm just having all these ideas about where our listeners are, but we should get like one of those like maps where people put pins in where they've mm-hmm. been, but instead we put pins on where our listeners are. I've thought about that. Um, <laughs> like, listeners, uh, send us your exact address. And you have no. to prove it. You have to take a photo. You can't just say you're from a place. Mm, like, I'm that. from the moon. Like, damn it, there's no map entry for the moon. Yeah, why don't maps have the moon on it? Don't we own that? <laughs> is that like, is that another state of... Well, no, Who's the Russians we? got there first. No, we got there first. We got there first. The Russians got to We're space We're the only first. people who have walked around over there, okay? Really? Yeah. Oh, no one's yeah. ever wanted uh, to like hang allegedly. out there? Allegedly. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Why yeah, was the flag blowing in the wind, Miles? I don't, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> it's not with these conspiracy theories. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, Dave wrote about our buttholes argument. I think that I just like arguing even if they're even if it's stupid like i want i want the other person to understand why i'm right and so if i don't know if we just go into stupid topics like that you'll get more content like that yeah. i have no memory of this butthole discussion yes you do i feel like i don't i feel like i'm too mature for that kind of thing <laughs> it was about and in retrospect i was wrong but yes I, I Mark gets to listen to the argument all the way because he edits right. it. And then w- with that distance away from being defensive in the moment, I'm like, okay, I get it, but I don't tell you. Um, <laughs> it was just that in Jujutsu Kaisen, the guy who who can control puppets ha- puts out a thing that fights the other guy and he shows his asshole. And I was like, oh, he right, made right, him right. do that. And your argument was, well, he created him. He created the butthole, but he didn't necessarily <laughs> give him the butthole so he could show it to the other guy. I still think he's a pervert for that. doing that. I don't know why he gave his like fake doll puppet a butthole. I don't want to re litigate. I, I don't want to relitigate this conversation. Yeah. But Dave, thank you for saying that because I did listen back and I was just a little like, what are we what are we doing with this podcast? Who listens to this? <laughs> I would find it funny if I heard two people arguing over something so stupid. Yeah. You know. That's good. And it's not like we started the podcast that way. Like we did talk about the anime a little bit, you know? Mhm. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I I sent an email to the writer of the uh, the manga, asking about that, and so we'll, we'll get a definitive answer. Okay. I'd be like, "Hi, my name is Loose Boy," and uh, <laughs> oh no, Loose Boy did a fucking uh, talentless Nana, which we finished. Yay! Yeah, I I really like it. It's good. It's just unfortunately unfinished. Yeah, I want to. Uh, we're hoping for season two. I want a new season. I want a new season. I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> it's hard not to. Now do we talk about the show? No, now we talk about Patreon. So those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. But if you want to up the ante, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod where you can support the show, uh, get access to our, I don't know what to call it, our extra content feed where I post additional show thoughts. Miles 
explains all of the pop culture references that we drop. And I don't do anything. Listeners, write in and let me know. Pa- Patreon listeners specifically, write in and let me know what I should be doing. Maybe I should draw a picture. I like drawing. I think you should <laughs> teach people how to program, but somehow make it anime. Okay. I don't I'll, know I'll what just, it is. Like, here's Jackie's coding challenge, and it's like some weird, like, dumb anime-related thing. Uh, That's, like, too creative for me. I'm not that creative. Someone asked about how to animate ASCII art. Listeners, write in and just tell me what you want from me every week. That's not Miles' newsletter or Mark's uh, show notes. Yeah, this is just rambling that I do. Uh, yeah, support starts at a dollar a month. Believe it or not, that helps. Uh, at the $3 tier and above, you'll get a heartfelt, out loud thanks like this. Thank you, Chad, Michael Martin, Tyler, Tim, Austin, Celeste, Nick, Caden, Disney, Aura, Leia, Nocturnal, Mickey, Dylan, and JJ. Uh, you make us proud to have this podcast. Thank you. Without money, we are shameful, <laughs> disgusting low lives. No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and we also have the tier uh, called Boss Us Around, where for $15, you can just pledge one time. Uh, we'll watch the anime you tell us to watch, as long as it's not pornos. Um, you know, we'll peep that. Or if it's an award-winning, critically acclaimed movie, we'll check it out. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, fucking adult... What is it called? Oh. Dolce Vita? <laughs> There's an anime um, movie that I heard was good. Oh, you were making a joke. I'm sorry, Mark. No, I just don't remember what that. What, what Miles? What is the movie? Is it? I don't know. Is it just Dolce Vita? The, what the, Dolce and Gabbana? The fe, the fucking Fellini movie. Oh, I, La Dolce Vita. All right. Let me look it up. Listeners, write in if I'm you right. know. Uh, right, La Dolce Vita. <laughs> listeners, 1960 Fellini. Hmm. what were you gonna say jackie about what when a movie uh we could watch uh there's a movie something about walk-on girl it's a movie anime we could watch it okay once you once you get the title (laughs) it's on netflix we can write that down okay instead of something something walk-on girl i I think if you google walk on listeners google walk-on girl and tell me tell me what this movie is thanks just something, something, something. Leave me Leave behind me. the tears and the sadness you gave me. I don't know what this is. Dion Warwick? No, That's I right. Don't, I don't know it. Produced by Burt Backrack. Ah. All right. Uh, let's take a break and then we will talk about Madoka Magica. Uh, you know, insert your first two words of the title here. Back in a sec. And we're back from our very short break to talk. Hello. Did you say, uh-oh? I said, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, to talk about Puella Magi, Madoka Magica, or Maho Shoujo, which is Magical Girl, Madoka Magica. If you know what Puella means, please write in. Puella de Ville. Puella Paville. Oh, I guess, whatever. Uh, so this is a 2011 uh, anime TV show. Those uh, were the days. Uh, which was created by four people who call themselves Magica Quartet. I guess maybe this was their first outing. 
Hmm. Um, and it was animated by the studio Shaft. If some of the sort of mashup style of me- of animation medium looked familiar to you, it's because they also did Bake Monogatari, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei. Oh. Just this episode shows that they don't need to also have walls of text appear on screen and mm. bright flashes, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and it is an original work. It's not an adaptation of a manga or anything else pre-written, pre-existing. Um, and it is sort of a kind of darker deconstruction of the magical girl genre. Um, so yeah, magic um, Magica Quartet is an artist collective of the director Akiyuki Shimbo, screenwriter Gen Uro, Urobuchi, original character designer Ume Aoki, and producer Atsuhiro Iwakami. They all worked on, or two of them worked on, Hidamari Sketch and Bakemono Gatari, which we covered a few episodes ago. Um, and yeah, apparently they did an original anime because they wanted more artistic freedom. They didn't want to feel constrained by something pre-existing. Uh, which answered my question where I looked at some of those kind of collage real world art scenes and was yeah. like, where did that come from? Mm. Um, so I'm I'm happy they had the freedom to put in those weirdo mustache doll men and scalpel mazes. Um, and, and the collageverse, the most evil medium of art there is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. Um and this show has, uh, if you didn't know, this show is sort of like a modern classic, a, a smash hit. Um, there are tons of manga series that came out inspired by the show. Uh, I think about three movies, mm. a manga that tells you what happens between two of the movies, uh, a multiple like handheld video games, and then an anime based on one of the smartphone games, I think. So just a bunch of media around this show and it is kind of about witches i guess you could say it's about witches it's and magical girls magical girls in the west i feel like magical girls are just witches but nice witches Mm. i don't think so there was the famous witch schism in wizard of oz where you had the good witches and the bad witches you know they were sisters there was only two of them well three of them Mm. three sisters why was, i think two of them were good why was one of them bad i don't know i think it was the great schism i, I, I think that's the plot of wicked though the musical yes that's the, that's i think there's two good two bad Ooh. one of them has a house fall on her oh and the dumbass. other one gets the water thrown on her yeah like in the movie signs wait but i thought the the good witch is the good witch the good maybe there's only one good witch yeah i think it's two bad one good yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they, the witch, they're like ding dong. The witch is dead. So one gets a house dropped on her. Yeah, and her shoes are all curly. The other is the witch of the west. Okay, so they're both bad. And then Glinda the good witch is, I don't know, like the north or something. There could be like a neutral witch who has no idea what's happening. Well, I think they're like north, south, east, and west. So there probably is a fourth. I just don't remember. She's just not connected to any. There's no internet. You know. There's no social media. Maybe she just like rebelled. She like didn't want to be a witch and she's like blogging somewhere. Oh, the first blog, 1930s America. Yeah. Well, whatever, Antarctica. I don't know where she is. Uh, back to this show, The Wizard of Oz. Uh, no. Um, yeah, so it seems like a fucking, yeah, this show is huge. The other thing people say is that it came out during the Tohoku earthquake and they delayed some of it, but 
I don't know. It didn't affect the plot or anything. Whatever. Sure, and it didn't happen to us, so whatever. Yeah, and this was a Patreon pick. So thank you to whomever sponsored this. Um, yeah, I should have looked up what the episodes are because this is a nice, a nice. This is a nice twelve episode uh, anime. Um, Jesus Christ! Of course, they also did drama CDs. I don't know why they didn't do more uh, anime, considering how big this was. I guess just they went into the movie realm and they decided that's where the money is. Uh, And some of the home copies, the home Blu-ray collections of this show have sold over 50,000 copies, which is pretty humongous. Uh, It also has a pretty popular opening song called Connect, which I really like. Um, It's good. I liked it. It was fine. You thought it was fine? Okay. I like, it feels like I want to run. It's like intense. Yeah. I like the rhythm. The da, 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 just that sort of triplet. I like it. I don't know. It feels like you're accomplishing something. You're accomplishing connection. It feels like it should be in a video game. Hmm. Well, this whole anime kind of feels video gamey. Yeah. To me. Um, so I don't really have anything else to say about the production or the history of the show. Um, what were your feelings on it? I like the art a lot. You like the art? Yeah. I like the collage verse. I thought the other art was like very simple. The main anime art? Yes. The regular drawing shit. Yeah. It's one of those ones where the character designs like... I know a lot of anime characters don't really have noses, but in this one, it feels like their faces are like compressed vertically, like they really don't have any nose space. Mm. Um, and that does kind of give things a simplistic look, but they, their outfits looked pretty good. I thought the, um, the sets, the locations they were in were very interesting and it's very futuristic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except their classrooms kind of, they almost look like jails. They're just like these separate glass cells school is jail it looks extremely boring it's like school is like jail plus daycare well for kids okay i don't know about jail Mm. Um, jails usually don't let you out for like half of the day uh neither do schools yeah schools don't really let you out they do let you out (laughs) what are you talking about you ride the school bus um (laughs) but like not we all went to the same while you're there it's prison sure but prison it's is not jail yeah. oh you can leave and go home for half the day well, and then come you, back and you're in jail you can leave prison when you've served your sentence so every day you have to serve your sentence okay still not jail all right fine. i'll give you the butthole argument you got to give me the school is not jail argument <laughs> it feels like it bro yeah well school could be argued to be a butthole um anyway i have a question what's up and this is like a general anime question Yes, you can be horny. It's fine. It's it's our schoolgirl uniforms. Are the skirts really that short? Or is uh, this just like a pedo artist thing? Nope. That's common to all of manga. Nope, they are that short. In Japan? Yes. I, I had the same question to someone. I was like, and they always draw them too short or whatever. And someone just, I was talking to, I don't think it was Tim. It was someone and they went, uh, they're actually pretty short. And... I recommend, you know, an incognito window or something, Miles, but feel free to look up like, you know, Japanese school uniforms and you'll be like, Jesus Christ, like, why is it so short? Hmm. Um, All right, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know why they're still in skirts. I mean, they literally have to like ban cell phones on public transport in Japan because they're afraid of uh, perverted people taking upskirt uh, photographs. Doesn't that sound like dystopian? Yeah, it seems bad. It's awful. Um, yeah, and they live in this like big future house. Madoka seems kind of rich. Mm-hmm. I mean, they talk about her mom working super hard and then her dad, I don't know, he's like a stay-at-home dad or something. Yeah, I want to know what, it, I don't know what his job is. What's his job? I don't know. He doesn't have to have a job. He Takes doesn't. Video. I'm just, because we used to, we, you see a lot of them, what the mom is doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't really see the he dad. He's like a chill bro. I think they did a really good job establishing everyone's personalities really quickly. Mm. Like, I felt like I knew all of these people right away, even with just watching three episodes. Mm-hmm. Did we mention that we just watched three episodes? Yes. You yes. always just watch three episodes. Yeah, I thought, um, I at first, because like I had all these questions about like, what is this? Are they in the future? What the hell is this place? But then I was like kind of glad that they didn't take 10 minutes to slow down and be like, here's the world. This is how things are. You know, I'm reminded of uh, something. I hope this isn't too much of a tangent, but my dad is a big science fiction reader. He really likes the works of Robert Heinlein. He watched the Starship Troopers movie with us kind of when we were kids. Not super young. Never mind. Um, and all of like the political satire was lost on him. But I remember him just being like, why were they firing like regular guns that just, you know, like it's in the future. And I was like, well, okay, what's up, Miles? I, I have a thought about this, but I'll let you finish. I mean, I'm sure he had other problems with the film, but that was one thing that stuck out. And I was like, oh, well, you read the book. Did they like have lasers and stuff and he's like well it's from it's in the future it's from the perspective of the people who live there so they don't describe it they're just like they fired the gun or whatever and then you get to you know interpret it that way and i think that is kind of cool when you read a piece of fiction and no everyone just takes it for granted you know Mm -hmm. and it's just sort of like yeah this is how things are and it can be kind of jarring but you also it feels more natural than if someone stopped and was like ever since we automated all of our cooking Mm -hmm. You know, it can be a little insulting. Because it, yeah, it takes you out of it too that somebody's explaining because it's like you're not in this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the guns uh-huh. is I feel like I always question this in sci fi, like why they switch to lasers in the future. Because like guns are already really good yeah. at killing people. Yeah. Well, guns as they are now, it's still like a lot of them do jam and stuff, but. I think like you still need to have like resources and maybe the lasers are like solar powered or something. So yeah. They just op- like always recharge. You never need to reload. It's very green violence. Um, <laughs> and you know, like yeah, I... bullets are like subject to air, you know, fucking them up and they have trouble going through, you know, uh, materials and stuff They you know, hard to shoot through glass or walls or whatever. And lasers, like, I don't know. I think lasers end up revolutionizing all the industries that they're in. You know, like laser surgery and laser etching and glass and other minerals. And so lasers are always like the next step in, you know, machining. And so for them to become weapons seems uh, inevitable. Yeah. I just think the trade-off would have to be really high because guns are so good at murdering. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, maybe we can shoot through, uh, like they say in Johnny Dangerously, this gun, it shoots through schools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh if a laser could just go through a municipality, then Miles would see. Anyway, uh, this show does have tons of huge guns. Yes. So this yeah. wasn't a huge tangent. It okay. was. Though. Was her name Mommy? 
Mommy. Yes, mommy. I had a Japanese customer, another tangent, at uh, my tech support job, and my coworkers would laugh at me because she'd call and I'd be like, hi, mommy, how are you? <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's her fucking name. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> is is this your tech support job that was at the mall? Yeah. So this is related to the anime, but like, I liked this mall had giant secret passageways. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a thing, that there's like a dark underbelly to the mall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the employee restroom by the food court in that mall, just a nightmare. Like, honestly awful. And I think someone put, like, a condiment, a food condiment in the soap dispenser. Uh, That's bad. It was, oh, oh, what an awful place. Maybe it was a witch's curse. (sighs) I guess. Seems pretty mundane. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and then even, like, if, like, Jackie or someone would come by to, like, see me after work and I had to go get something, I would just take you in the back hallways. I was like, fuck it. I'm not walking mm-hmm. around just because yeah. I have a civilian. Mm-hmm. Weren't you scared of exposing Jackie to the collageverse, though? I think we saw some paper flowers once or twice, but it was fine. I feel like, did we see the first witch? I think we only saw, like, the the physical human, not human, but, like, the creature form of the second witch. It doesn't yes. help that their names are in a unreadable language. Should we go? Or how are we going to? Are we just talking about this? Or I, could, I have the Wikipedia summary. Like, I, could, I could just go off that. Okay. Uh, okay. So this show starts. It's another flash forward start show. Uh, this is about girls in middle school or junior high school, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and the main girl, Madoka, uh, you know, has a dream where it looks like there's some sort of disaster happening and she's being told that she should sign the contract to become a magical girl uh it's the only way to save everything i think yeah uh and it seems like things are really bad and she's about to become magical uh and then she wakes up and we're like oh it's a dream yeah what we as viewers are like that'll have nothing to do with the show yeah. For sure. So it's not really a flash forward. It's just sort of a, a cold open right in the middle of a dream. But I, when we were watching it, I feel silly, but I was like, did I put on the right show? Is this episode one? Mm. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, she wakes up and we see that her mom is really cool. She's she, got- she, when she, uh, her, she like go- goes and her dad is like, go wake up your mom. And her waking up her mom, I thought was really funny. Yeah. I love her brother too. You know, that's what it was. It was the brother waking her up. The brother's just like on the bed. Like he's going morning, morning, <laughs> and he's just pounding the mom underneath the covers. I think the show is really funny. There were a lot of funny moments. That had I wish it were loud. funnier. Why? Um, I think the show's too dark, but we'll talk about that. Ugh, I don't think it's dark. I I think you're a nut. I feel like things that are dark. I don't. It doesn't register to me as dark unless it's like it really goes there. I don't it's mind darker than I. Th- thought but i didn't think it was too dark but i, I don't guess know we'll get to it i don't think i found it too dark well there is one part that i do find kind of offensive but it's also just that watching the opening song because i heard that before seeing the show and seeing this about magical girls i expected something light and fun and so i think i just really kind of gave myself bad expectations i think it's mo- it, to me it was mostly light. yeah maybe it's your expectations because i thought it was mostly light so far i guess um anyway um yeah so i don't know what we were talking about baby wakes up the mom and it's oh yeah the kid was hilarious the kid was very funny he's adorable 
He's one of the only boys in the show. His name by is the way. what's his name? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Bryant. I don't know. He's a little toddler. He's so cute. Um, he's great. Also, later when he tries to pick up a cherry tomato with his stupid kid's fork and it just flies away. <laughs> uh, so they wake up her mom and they get ready together. The mom and the daughter, which is I think also cute. It's very nice. They get ready together. The mom has her makeup very well organized. It's all numbered. Um, we paused and tried to figure out what each piece of makeup I, was. I was like, I really want to know what all this is. And like, I think it's like, it's numbered in order. Like she, she, cause it's like foundation for like, it's like, um, well, no, it's like, um, what is it called? The base, like a skin cream base, base. first. And, um, you know, you do the skin stuff and then you do like eyes, whatever, whatever. And then the last thing is the lipstick. Like it's like in order. I'm like, okay. So she does it in order and, and she's doing, and she's putting on a full face because that's like everything. Like she's doing like skin contour uh you know like blush and eyes and eyeshadow and lipstick everything yeah it's a lot i like the mom the mom i think is my favorite oh she's cool interesting she's not one of those regular moms she's a cool mom (laughs) yeah everyone's like madoka your mom is so cool oh they actually are i'm not even exaggerating anyway uh so she goes to school and she has oh wait one the, sorry the important piece of that conversation is the mom tells her that uh having secret admirers is the key to success but any boy that doesn't like can't tell you to your face that he likes you or whatever isn't is like a waste of time right basically so which i thought was funny shy guys just d- deserve to die alone in boys, her boys that confess mm-hmm. in letters are no good yeah that's boy. what she says <laughs> yeah um yeah, so she goes to school with her two friends um, who are all gay, I think. They're all um, in love with each other, yeah. It's very, like, they're very touchy-feely. Um, well, it's, like, it's 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 explicit, too, because it's, like, the... Um, who's What's the blue-haired girl's name? I never caught her name. Sayaka, I think. Okay. Sayaka and, Mad- and Madoka are, like, very close, and they lo- they almost look like they're together or that they like each other or something and the green-haired girl is like obviously noticing it like from the first episode she's like watching them like playfully interact and she's kind of looking at them like i don't know she's jealous like yeah it's like jealousy but like it's like she's she's like i see what's going on but it's not suspicious it's just kind of like whoa um well it's also because at some point sayaka says something where she's like oh no then the boys are going to notice you and and i want you all for myself and she starts hugging her and stuff Mm -hmm. um but then as they get into the the world of becoming perhaps magical girls the other one thinks that all their special after school activities are them hanging out and hooking up and stuff and she feels like they'll they don't have time for her anymore Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of sad i know it's supposed to be funny but i feel bad for her um I thought I think it's funny. I am also once again mystified as to how Japan views lesbianism. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if it's like they don't think it's like a serious real thing, so they just they ignore joke it. About it. Or I had that question too. I was like, are there no lesbians in Japan? There are for sure, but I just don't know if it's that kind of thing where it's like, oh, nobody actually gets into relationships, so we can all just pretend and you know we stay as close friends or whatever. No, I don't get it. No, I mean people people. I mean, at least the green-haired girl clearly thinks that they're a couple, right? 
Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's in the world of the anime, whereas in the, sh- in like, I don't know, like, I don't know if the real world analog, if that kind of thing happens, or if it's just like an exaggeration of that. Okay. I don't know, of the just like, we're friends, haha, but we joke about being in love with each other. Okay. Which would also probably mean that in real life, there's someone who's like, haha, but we're, I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm very sad. Um, uh-huh. let's see some anime about that uh, I forget the name but there's one that's on our list that actually does have uh, two girls in a relationship I forget which one it is mm-hmm. but we'll figure it out is it blooming to you listeners write in I think it is and then they get into the classroom and there's a teacher that's ranting about eggs she's like and don't you ever you know tell your girl that she can't make an egg she asks like what's the correct out? way to make <laughs> eggs and one of the kids is like well either way and she's like exactly you know, so, you know, if a man being very, like, tells a woman how to make eggs. It's because she broke up. Their, her and her boyfriend broke up and their last argument was about eggs. Super unprofesh. Yeah, yeah you, you shouldn't do that. But yeah, and it's because actually Madoka's mom asks her, like, how's your teacher doing? And she talks about her boyfriend where, where she's like, oh, I think my teacher's, you know, into her third month with this guy. And her mom's like, oh, yeah, that's good. She's past, the, you know, the, she's like over mm. the the hump or whatever. But then they seem to have broken up and it just seems like a silly side thing um but then in the class um in walks this long-haired sort of mysterious girl new student she's a transfer uh named akemi or homura homura akemi and she was in madoka's dream uh Mm. and she was sort of a mysterious perhaps antagonistic character they weren't exactly best buddies smiling at each other and stuff she looked like she was trying to rescue her, though. That's what it looked like to me. I don't in remember the, the dream. beginning dream because I was just zoning out being like, is this the right fucking show? Um, because Jackie and I both were like, this show came out in 2011. It just yeah. the way people talk about it. And it, and I feel like there were magical girl shows in the 90s. I feel like I've been hearing about it since 2011. And yeah, that's why it just not. feels like it's an old show. Um, but 2011 was 10 years ago. So yeah, she walks, this this mysterious girl comes in and all the other girls are like super interested in her and they think she's so cool. She is actually really cool. Oh. <laughs> she, she's the trope of like this b- mysterious girl who is also beautiful, athletic, smart, like perfect. Like she's like, she's probably going to become class president because she's perfect. Yeah. Except she has not a good personality. I guess that's true, but for some reason, everyone's in love with her anyway. She's evil, but... No, she's not. She seems like she might be evil. I don't think she's evil. Uh, I think she's the only good one in this whole show. What I was going to say is that evil <gasps> is cool. So, yeah. I think she's... Well, we find out that she is a magical girl. Yes. But she's... Not all magical girls are, like, cool with each other. Yeah. So she's not evil, but, like... She's not friendly. She's she's not friendly. That is true. She seems to be in it for herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. We'll find out. It's still it's she's still distant. a mystery to us by she's episode di- three. She's distant and mysterious. Yeah, and she's very like, direct, like Sailor Pluto. She's like Sailor Pluto. They kind of establish her personality in that her teacher is writing her name on the whiteboard, uh, which is futuristic technologic. But uh, Homura grabs the pen from her and finishes writing her name. Mm. Uh, which is weird because it wasn't about the kanji in her name, which sometimes can be specific depending on the person and the, and the way their parents named them. She just finishes writing it. Uh, and then uh, she's just like, at some point the girls are like fawning over her and she's like, I have to go to the nurse. And she goes up to Madoka and she's like, 
hey, you're the nurse's aide in this class. Can you take me to the nurse? Uh, and Madoka's all weirded out and like, uh, sure. And they go walking together. Somehow Homura seems to know the way to the yeah. nurse's station and doesn't need her instructions. Uh, and she uses this walk as an opportunity to stop her and be like, hey, do you like your life, mm-hmm. Madoka? Do you treasure your life? Do you treasure your friends and family? And Madoka's like, yeah. So if you do, you wouldn't want to change the person who you are. You'd want to stay who you are. Stay as you are. Yeah. Uh, which is just like really weird and yeah. foreboding. Yeah. Uh, it's not explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the episode, I guess, moves forward. Cause- well, it's not explained, but like, I, like you figure that she, her intention is she does not want her to become a magical girl. Yeah. And I guess that's just part of her trying to put her off of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just mean, in, in the show, as, we don't hear anybody explain why not or whatever. I saw it as a warning. I saw it as a warning. That's how I took it. Yeah. Like, I, like be careful. It seems like she is kind of giving her the, you don't want no part of this shit. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of like, talk. get out while, while you can. Yeah. That's, anyway. I don't think, she, I think that she's probably right. I think you probably don't want to be a magical girl. And Madoka's like, well, I don't want to get a hangover. And she's like, it doesn't give you a hangover. She's like, well, I wouldn't want to get addicted. And she's like, it's not habit forming. What, what, are you do- what are you doing? The You don't want no part of this shit from Walk Hard. From Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. Okay. It's a good, good movie. Underrated movie. Underrated for sure. Anyway, uh, after school, Madoka and Sayaka, her friend who is not her girlfriend, uh, they go shopping in a mall. And at some point, Madoka gets distracted and drawn she feels like someone is calling her name and they are wait, wait, wait bef- well yeah okay we can we can go there someone is calling her someone name. is calling her name mm. as it and saying like Taskete. help me help me help me help you uh and she goes into this abandoned wing of the mall uh the voice also says things like sears opening on level three no oh that's my mall um it's a cat sears, or whatever that thing sears is Sears is never opening again bro it's a pokemon Okay. It kind of looks like I don't know how to describe it. Have you seen that like microscopic creature that has a kind of a cutesy face? No. People no. listening, tell me I'm not losing my mind. Anyway, so she goes into this mysterious part of the the mall and she finds she eventually sees this sort of cat pokemon thing. It looks very injured. Someone has fucked it up and it's bleeding. It it's kind of like the the little animal in card captors too. The yellow guy. It looks like a cat. I've never seen a moment of card captors. I'm looking at the picture. I think I don't have the right picture. Because this is a bigger creature. It's a little oh, I see it's it. a little cat yes, with it, wings. It looks like a little it lion. It is reminiscent. It looks like a little lion with wings. It looks like an Eevee evolution. Yes. But mm. I don't know which one. Card captorion. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so they're in this abandoned part of the mall and this cat thing is like fucked up looking and um, Madoka eventually sees that the other person in this back part of the mall that seems to have been attacking this cat Pokemon is the mysterious transfer student Homura Akemi. Mm. And uh, I don't remember, what does she say to Madoka? Is she just like still like, you don't want any part of that shit? I was going to kill her. I was going to kill that cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Madoka, I think she tries to leave, but then Sayaka uses a fire, fire, 
fire extinguisher. I can't speak. Fire extinguisher on Homura. Yeah, because they kind of are like staring at each other, and it looks yeah. like Homura might attack the cat again. And then yeah, yeah Sayaka gets it. she she arrives on the scene and sprays at them with the fire extinguisher. It's funny. It's yeah, it's very rude. <laughs> um, and then as Sayaka and Madoka run away, the world gets all fucked up. I wrote things get techno and butterfly powers. <laughs> I wrote, "Am I high?" Miles, what did you write? I wrote. I already made this joke, but that collage is the most evil medium. Okay. Mm. Uh, and I wrote mixed media. Yeah. I also wrote creepy, s- creepy, scary scissors and mustache dandelions. Yeah, there's always a theme to these. And the, and the, the third episode theme makes more sense to me because it's in a hospital and it seems hospitally medical-ish. And this one, I don't quite get it, but it, it was interesting. Lots of weird butterflies. Um, and it was weird kind of resolving the anime girls in the foreground and then the very textured, more realistic sometimes, almost photo real mm. and also like hand-drawn, crayon-y looking graphics. Um, but it works okay. Uh, and then uh, there's like monsters. And again, that's the thing, Trini. It's like hard to tell what's really approaching them or not because they're on like a different plane of existence, it looks like, because the styles are so different. But uh Someone else, another girl, pops in. Some blonde chick is what I wrote down. Some busty blonde <laughs> jumps in and... Uh, she transform. I wrote down, blonde transforms into a fancy lass. Yes. With uh, uh, a gun a gun lady. <laughs> a lady with a lot of blunderbusses. And I was mm. like, this is cool. Guns are cool. Yeah. Um, And it's one of those things. I feel like they did this in Trigun as well. I forget the name of the short-haired lady uh where she has like a hundred derringer pistols in her coat which is just like a bunch of pistols that only fire once or twice and you're like why don't you just have a gun that fires multiple times they make those so same thing with her here she has these like ancient pirate ass guns uh she just has a bunch of them they seem magical anyway but i guess it wouldn't be as nice if you just had like an ar-15 with a 30 round magazine or something it'd be a weirder show yeah. Um, she just has these like ivory handled pistols and she's firing at, I guess the enemy. I couldn't quite tell what was happening. Um, but we understand that it looks cool. And this girl who we learn is named mommy, uh, kills the bad guy, kills the witch. We later learn. Yeah. And, uh, so magical girls are witch hunters. That's what they are. Like with like witch hunter Robin. Yes. And, uh, Mommy heals and witches the cat. Make people sad. They make yeah. people like kill themselves. I well, we're gonna get there in, in episode <laughs> two, but episode one ends with the cat Pokemon, uh, who's named Cubay, uh, which is like uh, your lover if they were a geographic three D object. Your Cubay, mm. um, good. He's just like eh, if you want to be magical girls, I will grant you one wish. But everyone seems really. Like, Mommy and, as we already know, Homura are both like, be really careful about your wish. Mm-hmm. To the point where I'd be like, I wish I'd always, like, I'd be like, I'd wish I had a popsicle. I would keep it really low stakes. Why do, why do they say be careful? We don't really know. But Homura was just, is just like, do you really want to change your life? Do you like things as no, no, they no, no, are? No, it's different. No, there's two different things, right? One is choosing your wish and then the, uh, your, your wish. 
choosing your wish and the other is choosing whether or not you're going to become a magical girl that's like, true you don't have to make a wish you don't have to become a magical girl so there's two choices because your life here. changes when you become a magical there's girl there's two choices but at the same time okay yeah yeah but mommy is also like she tells them to like be careful about their wish i believe okay. uh and that makes me wonder if it's going to be like a monkey's paw kind of thing you know because mommy doesn't just come out and be like well whatever we get into that in like episode three um so that's how the first episode ends is just that Cubay the cat uh, alleged cat who's always smiling in my mind uh is like i'll make you magical girls and i'll grant you a wish mm-hmm. um and then they play the ed which i didn't really i never really remember eds on average are not as good as ops everyone knows that right yeah yep ops are like fun full of energy fuck yeah gonna have a good time and the EDs, you're like, I'm sad and tired now. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, Mommy in episode two, this is when we get more exposition about how the magical world works. She kind of gives them the rundown of how it all uh, functions. And it's like there's magical girls who are good and they fight witches who are evil. And witches are the cause of bad things in uh, our world. She was like, most bad things that are not explained are actually just witches. So a lot of deaths and murders and like, I guess, illnesses and stuff like that that can't be explained are, are really magnets. witches. No, Mark, magnets are explainable. I don't want to hear okay. about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they also find out, and this is where it felt kind of video gamey. I think it's in episode two. Or I guess it's the end of episode two, but mommy explains like, oh, when witches are defeated, they leave a soul gem. No, we all have soul gems. When you Mm -hmm. defeat a witch, they leave a grief seed, which will refresh your soul gem if you want. And I was like, is this a video game? Are you going to tell me this Mm -hmm. is a quest item that I must pay for a map to locate and stuff? I also it's just about the drops i also thought it sounded like a video game i was waiting for her to be like and what if i buy it with real world money you'll give me more grief seeds faster is that what Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. yeah well that was the thing it was like what is the larger stake here right we don't find out it's not like there's some organization that's like working on fighting all the witches i think there's Mm -hmm. so can i can i go into my conspiracy theory about this show yet yeah okay i'm gonna do it um I think that there is something that they're not telling these girls. Um, I think that because it doesn't sound like there's any downside really to becoming a magical girl. Like you give up your life, but you don't really under like they don't really tell you like what that really means or what that entails. Um, you get a wish and you become a fucking superhero. Yeah, but we do hear the downsides. What are the downsides? Homura says like you'll have no time to socialize. You lose like you can't hang out with your friends. You can't go on dates. And then mommy's argument is when she dies, basically at episode three, is, is it's dangerous. You could die. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need too many more downsides. There is mystery here. Again, I'm worried about the wish. I want to know like what, because it's like, I don't know. Yeah, the wish. I don't know. It's like, why, why are you, something about it just feels like they're, they're withholding information from these girls. So they yeah. can't make, really make a decision. Um, and also these were like young, like you don't make, you're going to you're going to let these like children make a decision that is going to change the course of their entire lives. Yeah, they're like 12 or 13. It's not ethical. Like you should talk to their parents or something. 
I wrote um, at one point like, "Is this a puberty metaphor?" I couldn't figure it out. Mm. Oh my god, I wrote that too. Or just like, is magical girlhood just like a metaphor for growing up and like all of the responsibilities that that entails? Jackie, when you're like 13, do you get the chance to make a wish before no. you become a woman? No. And you become a woman when you're like 18 anyway. No, you become a woman when you're 15. That's what a quinceañera is. Oh, okay. Understood. <laughs> uh, or 16, I guess, depending on when you celebrate. 18. I only believe in the law. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if you can drive a car, well, shit, that's not 18 in a lot of places. Whatever. Uh, so I don't think it's a metaphor for puberty. Uh, although you can die when you turn older, you know? Wait, why don't you think it's a metaphor for puberty? Uh, just because it's like there are only a select few girls, for one thing, mm-hmm. and you don't get a wish granted when you go through puberty. Unless every girl's wish is like, I want to have a menstrual cycle. No. Yeah, but it's like only they're going through. I think it could still be a metaphor for growing up or something. I don't know. For growing up. Because there's trade-offs. Maybe every girl wishes, because other parts of puberty are like growing boobies. And like, who doesn't want boobies? I was going to say that. And then I was like, I'm not going to say that. I did say something else gross. But yeah, I was wondering, do all girls wish for boobs and butts? I don't know. Because I think like the lessons from the mom will come into play at some point. Yeah. About like being a woman. Like she's got lots of be reflected in the adventure. She's a she's a very uh she's a very empowered woman, the mom. Yeah. She's she's a boss. She's fucking doing her thing. Yeah, she's a lady about town. She's she's working hard and she's having a great time doing it. She's working hard, she's playing hard. She is. We know that. Because in episode three, she comes home late and she's drunk and her Madoka and her dad have to like pick her up and put her into bed. And they're very chill and she's so happy about it. And I said to Jackie that it reminded me of someone. Oh, is that what you said that? Yes. Okay. When she's very drunk and she comes in and you just see her like nice shoes just like clatter to the floor. Like she just (laughs) threw them like fuck these things and it's just like boom. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But anyway, that's not what's happening here. In episode two, it's mostly exposition and mommy demonstrates how to fight a witch. She demonstrates how to fight a witch. I also just want to say I think Homura is right and I think she's the good guy in all of this. I have been wondering that. For I sure. think she doesn't I, seem like a real bad guy. It seems it it I, something about it seems to me like uh, Kube and Mommy are like trying to manipulate these girls into mm-hmm. into do into becoming well, magical. Girls. I thought Mommy might be evil until she gets killed because mm. she's just like being weird, and her, she was being extremely sus. Why was she weird? She I don't know. She just kept going like she kept going on and on about how like hard it's been for her to be a magical girl and like how mm. happy she is that Madoka's. Like, yeah, that was it really. When she grabbed her hands, I was like, you'll really be friends with me. And it was like, oh, no, yeah. something's uh... up. Um, And and she's also like she it seems like basically as though like she was going to die when Kube met her. And, you know, she's like, well, I didn't really have much time to think when I made my wish. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she wished, but it was still kind of mysterious what happened there. So I don't know if she like exchanged lives with someone or something, but mm-hmm. when she died, I was like, okay, that's what we were building to. We were building to her dying because it would be weird if these two girls became witches and they also had like a powerful mentor. I don't know. Yeah. It's not weird, I guess, but it, it would be less scary of a show. The stakes wouldn't be as high, I guess, um, if they had someone with them that was like, I'll protect you at all times. Mm. I was honestly shocked that her friend was going there with her. 
Like when she went off by herself in the mall, I was like, okay, and here's where she becomes a witch and has to keep it a secret from all her friends. Yeah, it's nice that her friend also can join in. But but like now I, I keep f- waiting for her to die. I feel bad for the green haired girl though, because now she's not like how fucked up is it if your two best friends become magical girls and you are just a regular boring girl. Regular non non magical girl. That yeah. sucks. I don't know. I like those animes too though about regular yeah but not if your best friend not if your friends are magical you don't want to be the only fucking non-magical person in the intro by the way the intro animation we see madoka in a number of different forms including afro madoka very large afro madoka large body madoka kind of dominatrix Mm -hmm. body madoka Uh, at one point she is not quite riding a broom but she seems like she was riding one and flew into a telephone pole Mm. Uh, which I thought was pretty oh. funny. Um, I was hoping she'd be riding a broom, like Kiki or something, but doesn't seem like it's going to be that kind of thing. Although we still haven't seen her turn into a witch. We haven't seen her cool transform sequence yet. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen if she gets, you know, like G cups or whatever. <laughs> you know, it seems like mommy wished for something. Um, she's like in a car accident and then is like, I want a big chest. And, you know, that was she just wasn't hurt in the accident. Um <laughs> Anyway, yeah, something's up. We we feel like we don't know everything, uh, which would make sense because we've seen one quarter of the show. Anyway, in episode two, mommy shows them. She's like talks about how like yeah, things that are bad and unexplained, like all the all the suicides that have been happening are caused by witches. They tend to gather in places that are evil or sad. It kind of reminds me of Jujutsu Kaisen with the curses. Mm-hmm. Uh, like hospitals have them. There's a lot of sadness there. Uh, and then she's also like red light districts where there's lots of fights, mm. which I was just like, no, that's alcohol. You're thinking of alcohol and <laughs> vice. That's what, yes. Or maybe gangs. Yeah. That, okay. That's yeah. Bound when you have illegal industries and stuff. Yeah. You're going to have those fuckers. Um, and it's just like weird to me that they then also show a woman who's like climbing up. She's like hypnotized. And it seems like she's going up to the roof of a building and going to throw herself off because a witch is commanding her to. We don't know what the witches get out of this. Um, Mm, Yeah, I have. a Yeah, I wonder about that, too. Also, I have a theory that somehow magical girls might end up becoming witches if something bad happens. Right, because they all that's the thing, too, is one of the reasons why they might be scared of Homura is that uh, magical girls do seem to sometimes compete with each other Mm -hmm. and might attack each other. And since we haven't really seen witches or talked to them, like we kind of see one in episode three. And it seems like the soul energy thing that they have is like a limited resource that needs to be replenished. So, yeah, I don't know. You you fight each other for, you know, for that energy. Yeah. Um, maybe at some point we're going to find out that one of the witches was Madoka's father. No. And she's like, it's not true. And she jumps off a, a thing and her hand comes off. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just found it like kind of obnoxious because I just think of like the the suicide rate in Japan like is a thing that's considered high, I think, by other countries of the same like living standards. And, um, you know, I don't expect a show to stop and be like, oh, we have to, you know, responsibly and accurately talk about suicide and murder and responsibly go over it. But it just felt a little distasteful to me. To blame it on a witch's To curse. just be like, witches are making people sad and violent and all we need to do is attack the witches it just felt like i don't know again and i'm not being like it's wrong they shouldn't make this tv show but it just i didn't sit well with me that's all wait it didn't sit 
sorry i was reading my notes uh just like the idea of of like suicide and like rises in violence mm. are just like evil witches you know at work okay. and we need to stop them but it was like oh but those are real things it's just weird that you're making it into a simplified fantasy good versus evil girl kind of thing mm-hmm. you know it would be like if someone was like you know the the holocaust i also witches don't necessarily believe that that's true i don't trust i don't trust any of these people telling these girls these things mm, trust no one the truth is out there. i so i have a question for you guys i'll tell you my answer but would if 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 this fucking talking cat was like do you want to become a magical boy okay <laughs> a magical a superhero now you've got my attention um <laughs> I thought you were gonna say girl and i was like and no like would up? you no. would you make this deal you know to become a magical I don't, superhero basically because it's, it's like you transform into a different costume you can make it as cool as you want um and you have powers and you save people whatever and it's like fucking cool and you get and you get a wish would you would you take this deal with the devil <sighs> i I think normally I would say yes, but they've like managed to cast so much doubt on this choice in the show. Yeah. Mm. And even though, you know, I, I'm kind of arguing with myself here based on what I was saying before, where I said like magical girls does seem dangerous. It is weird that it's like in other fantasy works, it's like, will you make the the, the exchange? Will you make the choice? Like mm-hmm. being a magical girl means you give up your life. You have to leave your family or whatever, you know, but then it's like, you have to make a difficult choice and we sweeten the deal with a wish. Yeah, it's, it's almost like too enticing. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe it's like, because that's the thing too. It's like, what does being a magical girl really mean? Because it's like, you're giving me a wish. I'm giving you my work as a magic, my labor as a magical girl, basically, right? Yeah. What does that really mean? And like, can I say no to you if I think that you're, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you're, you're, you're choosing to work for this cat thing um i don't know i want to know what the i want to sign i want to see the contract i want to know what the rules are i also like there's a lot of questions that aren't answered that i think should be answered before they make a decision like why were they chosen specifically um you know like because one thing what's the deal with these witches like there's a lot of questions yeah that i think they they, and and you see the kids ask the questions but nobody answers them yeah miles i want to hear from you one thing that they keep mentioning is that Madoka happens to have a lot of potential as a magical girl, and they don't really explain that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that just got introduced in episode three, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's the flashy ribbons that she has in her hair. I think they just noticed mm-hmm. that, and they're like, wow, I think she's a bright girl with a large future. Should I put ribbons in my hair? Yeah. Okay. Just for the calls. <laughs> just be on my work calls just with like little ribbons in my hair no makeup <laughs> just like sweatshirt on and but you have ribbons in your hair that'd be cute everyone would be like wow what a professional lady mm-hmm. um oh also kubei cannot be seen by normal people and i thought it was adorable that madoka brought kubei to school with her and mm-hmm. the cat cat catty mon was just chilling on her shoulders and stuff mm-hmm. thought that was nice but yeah it is weird that like we're like kubei why why do you seek out these girls? Like, are you part of like a witch's, uh, a magical girl institution or whatever? I don't, why do, why do they, why do they listen to you? What was he do? What is he doing that he's all this time to just tag along at school? He is a cat. 
a cat alien or something like where like where did this cat come from where did witches come from how can he turn people into magical girls yeah, and while we're at it where do babies come from no one's answered me that i'll tell you oh <laughs> is it the ass um yeah so there's a lot of questions the show's a little bit dark because it does deal with death and stuff it seems like outside of the witch life though it's fun i mean we do get you know 2011 supposed to be sort of a different take on the magical girl genre but we do get a running to school with toast in our mouth yeah scene you gotta do that with madoka hell yeah pretty great haven't seen one of those in a while um yeah i did like well i like how the toast was animated too because it's like it's like like the animation of it going into her mouth looked really good it had a lot of frames it had a lot of frames it wasn't just like bam and it's gone yeah um so yeah, I still have a lot of questions. I want to see what these witches look like. I want to hear from these witches. Are they just like creatures? Because they seem like beasts. But I want to hear them be like, we want all the humans to die and kill themselves mm-hmm. so we can take over the What's earth. What's in it for them? Or maybe they're just like forces. But it feels like a lonely existence because again, there's no like society of magical girls right now. It's just like, here's this divine cat creature and this one girl who was a magical girl uh, and she's dead. And the other magical girl you know seems to have a problem with you mm-hmm. uh so it's just sort of a lonely existence i think that- the cat the cat gives me an energy like like he's a pimp and he's like mm. trying to sign these girls up for maybe a life that they're not ready for mm-hmm. i also I, I think i started to say this but i don't know if i actually said it um i don't believe what they say about the witches where um they're responsible for like all these like mysterious deaths and murders that are unexplained. Like we don't know that that's true. That's just information that we're hearing from um, the the cat and mommy, and I don't trust them. So, like, the, like for all we sh- know, I think the witches could be the good guys, and really the magical girls are bad. I uh, that would be a lot though. That would mean that like they're secretly making that office lady go up to the roof and throw herself off. And that they just like go to the so like they're hypnotizing her while being like, look, we have to fight the collage art. Which, I don't know who is like a weird like Richard Scary caterpillar mm-hmm. or something that they meet at the hospital. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think I that the, like the cool thing about the show is how much doubt they've cast on everything. Like everyone seems unreliable. Yeah. As like a, a in terms of telling the story. I don't know if we're if we're just reading it that way though, or if it's if it was supposed to be like that. I don't know. If- well, they, I think like the, there's just too many mysteries for us to trust everyone. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you, at some point, I think in episode one or two in the mall, there's a bunch of German written on one of the walls. Miles, did you happen to catch that? No, I assumed it was all of that language that didn't seem like a language. No, but I didn't. It was it. not. It was German. And it, uh, I believe here, uh, are in they are references from Faust, uh, a work by Goethe. 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 Uh, it's a quote from the Hexenine Malines. It's a magic spell uh, that Faust sees when he visits a witch, uh, and it says, "The witch, this you must understand: from one make ten, and two let be. Make even three, then rich you'll be. Skip over the four from five and six. The witch's tricks make seven and eight. Tis finished straight, and nine is one, and ten is none. That is the witch's one time one, and it's written in like a a grid of three by three that add up 
some numbers and stuff. But I don't know. It's interesting. That there's just like Faust there. And as we know, I don't know much about Faust, but I know that there is a term of a Faustian bargain, which mm-hmm. seems like a monkey's paw kind of thing mm. or whatever. I think Faust gives up uh, his sense of humor. For, no, I made that up. I don't know. It's a soul. That seems like low stakes. Yeah, who even has a soul anymore? <laughs> one thing I really liked is, uh, I forget who asked, but one of the girls asks, like, can we make a wish for somebody else? And they were kind of like, yeah, but make sure that if you're doing that, you um, are, make, are making the wish, like, actually, like, like, understand why you want to make that wish. Like, is it because you want them to know you got them this awesome thing and they owe you or is like do you want them to like you more is that really what you're doing it for or do you genuinely you know want to help them and you expect nothing in return and you don't care if they know it was you and that kind of thing um which i thought was a good i don't know i thought that was a good moment a good thing to bring up that like sometimes even when you want something for someone else it's actually still for you um and like you should know what that is um oh my god so that you're very clear about your wish what just uh that i i mentioned richard scary's caterpillar but i was thinking of the very hungry caterpillar mm-hmm. and i'm on the madoka fan wiki and it just says charlotte apparently the witch's name in the third one is charlotte i cannot read the font they put up on screen mm. uh, its second form may have been inspired by the very hungry caterpillar an immensely popular children's tale mm. um again this is just yeah, we've got that one what's up we've got that one over here in the united states no, I mean in my house. For oh, your, for nice. your baby. Does your baby appreciate mm-hmm. it? Uh, it? I can't really is tell. Is he like, I like the metaphors <laughs> present in the text. He was like, but I don't trust this caterpillar. Yeah. Whose side is he on? <laughs> I appreciate the subversion of tropes of the genre, but at the same time, how can I as a listener feel connected to the protagonist? Mm-hmm. The other... You know? The other moment that I really liked is when the mom comes home drunk and they like put her in bed or whatever. Like they, they pick her up, they bring her in and stuff. And then like um, Madoka and her dad are talking about her mom and like, well, she must really love her job. And her dad's like, well, it's not so much that she loves her job. It's that she likes like it wasn't like this was her dream job. It was more like she likes she likes living this kind of life where she has a lot of interesting challenges and she overcomes them. Um and she works hard and like she likes doing that and i thought that that was i don't know cute and i relate to that also yeah um, you do but he was like and that's why you know i really like her for that like that, that's something i really like about her like oh that's cute Aww. yeah he's a very supportive uh husbo um and uh yeah it's like i said the show does not have very many male characters i don't you, we never hear from any of the male classmates um except maybe the one who's like how to make eggs and stuff i think he that guy answers there there are secret admirers that we hear about we but we don't see them yeah we see her male brother the little boy oh yeah he's cute um and you know we know that i don't know who it is to her but mommy has that guy or not mommy sayaka has a guy in the hospital that she visits who mm-hmm. seems to have played violin on stage when she was a girl mm-hmm. uh, i'm glad sayaka lived because i thought sayaka was gonna die i thought, I thought so we too. were gonna get like madoka is alone now finally mm-hmm. sayaka exchanges her ex- situation with the violin boy maybe and then she dies i don't know that's just what i was thinking uh so after this episode we're gonna find out we're gonna play all of the cell phone games we're gonna get psp vitas 
and PlayStation portables <laughs> to really dive into the universe. Um, and we're actually going to become uh, magical girls as well. We're going to find that cat. What are you going to wish for? Uh, just like a like a bunch of Oreos, maybe. Just like a few double stuff packages. If you could wish for anything, because that thing said you could wish for anything, could you wish for no more witches? And then it's game over. Mm. Oh, that's a good a good one. And then he's I just like, wish no, for not a that. billion dollars. Uh. Yeah, GameStop. Like, like GameStop. If he can grant any wish, why doesn't he just get rid of the fucking witches? I don't trust this thing. Yeah, whenever someone asks about witches, they should really give stipulations. Yeah. Like limitations and, and it, boundaries. It, it sounded like it was limitless. Now, I would wish for no panic level of anxiety. I'd be like, no panic attacks. I don't like those anymore. Miles, what would you wish for? I would wish for a billion dollars in GameStop stock. <laughs> Why in the stock? It's a, it could go down. A billion dollars it's is only a lot. going up. Okay. To the moon. I feel like I feel like I would own GameStop if I had a billion dollars. I'm sure they're worth more than a billion dollars. I mean, they're a, a legacy brick and mortar company and they haven't been downsizing that much. You know, like yeah. if Yahoo is like $3 billion. Mm. Actually, I don't know what I mean by that. Yahoo's a totally different animal. Whatever. It's twenty. It's a $23 billion company. There you go. I was right. They'd, they'd, they would have to listen to me though if I owned a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd be a major uh, shareholder. And then Miles, we could see yeah. you on CNBC complaining. Mm-hmm. that would be great you're like I would they're use cheating it. stop it they're collecting all no, the stuff. it would be good for me what's up and I would ask them for discounts on uh, on games I would 100% sweet. be like Miles Ma is CEO if you were just like everyone should get 20 more cents on the dollar for each game they sell I would be like absolutely put him in charge <laughs> and you're like I'm cleaning out my house I'm gonna sell all my games to GameStop and there's like here's 30 cents you piece of shit you like I'm. Just, I should have just left this clutter in my basement. Anyway, we're off topic. Way off topic. I'm zoning out. I'm sorry. That's okay. You, you missed nothing about Monica Magica. <laughs> uh, overall, the show so, is interesting. I really like the art. I think that has some cool potential. I would like to see what's up with all this mystery. That uh, these questions we have. I want to see Madoka and Sayaka's transformations. I want to see if Homura is really an asshole. I want to see Madoka and Sayaka. Um get married yeah that could happen live a happy they are 13 <laughs> or just go on a date i want to see them go on a date mm. and at some point they stop and go we're on a date this is not friends hanging out mm-hmm. this is a romantic well, they, well, date they got a kiss and yeah and they consummated at the end okay <laughs> miles have you been watching any anime on the side any haiku or whatever just haiku baby how far are you in that i must be close to done with season two wow are you how many seasons uh i saw there's only two on netflix but i think there's more on crunchy yeah i think it goes up to four maybe are you learning or do you are you like i should play volleyball i i am kind of like interested in the strategy of volleyball but like where would i watch volleyball and why like espn two or three honestly um but i actually fell down a rabbit hole a few days ago week ago i don't know time is bullshit of uh looking up the i think it's called the windmill serve or something do they ever cover that it's like an overhand serve but it's just like a really or roundhouse serve i think it's called the roundhouse 
where you just like swing your arm behind you and smack the ball. And like, there's a famous video of a Japanese girl volleyball player doing it. And someone in the comments was like, dude, she, she just made that ball disappear. And if you look like the frame rate or something, it is like she hits it and it's just gone out of the frame. And you just hear that the other team dropped it. Um, they have not gone over that, but I bet they will. They, yeah, they probably will. I mean, it's pretty technical. Yeah. Um, I just like that you can't have the same person touch it more than once in volleyball. It's like this forced teamwork kind of thing. It's a really strategic game. And that you have to like coordinate with each other so you don't just bang into each other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll play volleyball uh, with our shirts off on the beach. Yes. One day. <laughs> shirts off, watches on so that we can flex our muscles when we look at the time. Oh, I like it. I should get some muscles. <laughs> All right. This has been JoJo's Bizarre Podcast, take on Madoka Magica and several other things. Uh, if you have important info about the show or questions and feelings about other shows we should watch or what have you, you can write to JoJo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at JJB Pod. Uh, and if you liked what we said at all, or even if you didn't like it, you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash jjb pod i don't think i gave that url in the beginning but that is where you can go and throw money at us it would make us happy thank you uh other than that and rich and rich baby (laughs) we don't need to wish for riches we have a patreon um next week we will be covering the third episode of the japanese tv drama uh rohan kishibe the spoke kishibe rohan or whatever uh third episode is dna which i don't think we've seen an anime ova for so that'll be new fresh and exciting we're doing that next week next week oh boy and we will talk to you all in seven days so what did i say my my thing that i always said was i don't remember i hope all your dreams come true or some shit i hope all your dreams come true yeah as i say at the end of every episode okay have a good night bye Bye. Bye. Bye.